You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning into this Q&A episode of The Pregnancy Podcast. You can visit PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash Q&A to find all of the past question and answer episodes or to submit a question for a future episode. Show notes for this episode can be found at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash Vernix, and that's spelled V-E-R-N-I-X. I want to thank Zoller for their support of this episode. Zoller is my number one recommendation for a prenatal vitamin. Whether you are pregnant, you just had your baby and you're breastfeeding, or even if you are just planning to conceive. To check out this vitamin and get a promo code to save 25%, go to PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash vitamin. This week, I am answering a question submitted from Sarah. She says, Hi, Vanessa. I'm currently 25 weeks pregnant with my first and into episode 37 of your podcast. While I have a long way to go, I hope to get through all of the episodes. I already feel immensely more knowledgeable. I've started researching making a birth plan and read through your own. One thing I have not seen or heard mentioned so far is the Vernix. I tried looking ahead to see if there was an episode on Vernix and have yet to find one. Do you have an opinion on the benefits of Vernix and recommended time frame before the first bath? Sarah, thank you for submitting your question. I hope that my birth plan is helpful as an example for you. And for anyone else listening, if you want to see a copy of my birth plan, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash birth plan. And you're going to get copies of my birth plan for my first birth with my son that was at a birth center. And I also had a backup birth plan in the event that we ended up at a hospital. During the second trimester, your baby's skin becomes covered with vernix caseosa. So what does that even mean? Vernix is the Latin word for varnish, and caseosa is the word for cheese. Vernix is this kind of greasy and cheese-like coating that's white, and it protects your baby's delicate skin from abrasions and hardening that can come from exposure to the amniotic fluid. The vernix sheds as birth approaches, and then at birth, vernix might cover the entire surface of your baby's skin or you might just find small amounts of it in the folds of their skin. Babies born via a cesarean birth tend to have more vernix because they're not going through the vaginal canal, which can wipe off quite a bit of vernix. And a baby born earlier, like at 37 weeks, is going to have a lot more vernix than a baby who's born later, like at 42 weeks. Vernix serves a lot of different functions in the womb and in your baby's transition out of the womb, and even after they're born. First, it's a barrier to water loss. A baby who still has vernix after birth is going to have more hydrated skin. Next, it's thought that vernix can serve as a lubricant in the birth canal. Vernix also helps with temperature regulation, which is especially important after birth. It has antimicrobial polypeptides, and proteins that play a role in defending your baby and even your vaginal canal against bacteria. It also has vitamin E and melanin, which are antioxidants. 
The immune proteins that are found in vernix and your amniotic fluid are really similar to immune proteins that are found in breast milk. In the last several weeks of your pregnancy, as that vernix starts to thin and sheds into the amniotic fluid, your baby is breathing that in. And that can actually help prepare their digestive tract for similar peptides found in breast milk. All of this is pretty awesome, right? If you want to read more on the science behind vernix, there's going to be a link in the show notes to a pretty technical journal article if you really want to get into the details on that. So what happens to the vernix after your baby is born? Hopefully, your baby just goes directly on your chest. But after that, you have some options. It can be wiped off, it could be rubbed in, or it could just be left alone. If vernix is left alone, the majority of it is going to be absorbed within the first 24 hours, and it should be fully absorbed by day five or six. Hospitals have long had a practice of wiping vernix off a newborn baby. If you are having your baby at a hospital, at some point it's possible that a nurse, or a doctor or a midwife would want to wipe that vernix off. Even if you get skin to skin immediately following your birth, hospital or birth center staff might wipe vernix off your baby before they return them to you after they do the newborn exam. The World Health Organization recommends leaving vernix on your baby after birth and not wiping it off. There's no risk of leaving it on your baby's skin. Now, it might not be what you picture for those amazing newborn photos, and some parents may not like it for that reason, but from a health perspective, it's safe to say that the benefits really outweigh any downside, which really is just aesthetic. When my baby girl was born recently, she had quite a bit of vernix on her, which kind of surprised me because she was born a week late, but it made me really feel like she was just right on time. But after she was born, it almost seemed instinctual to just kind of rub it in rather than leave it alone or to wipe it off. I couldn't find any evidence comparing rubbing it in to just leaving it alone, but rubbing it in definitely seems to be the most common recommendation. But either of those, as long as you're not wiping it off, is going to give your baby those benefits from the vernix. Your next question was about when to give your baby a bath. Some hospitals may want to give your baby a bath shortly after birth. And like everything, this is really up to you and is something that you can opt into or opt out of. The benefit of a bath is, what, a nice clean baby. The risk or the downside is time away from you. So that's less skin-to-skin contact. It could also lower their body temperature. And the other risk or downside is that it will wash off the vernix. I mentioned that the majority of the vernix will absorb within 24 hours and all of it by day five or six. So if you choose to leave the vernix on your baby, that doesn't mean that your baby is dirty from the time that they're born until you decide to give them a bath. If you do decide to delay a bath for a day or for several days, you can still wash and clean any parts that need to be washed or cleaned like their bottom, and you can still keep your baby clean without giving them a bath in those first few days and washing off the vernix. Plus, with your baby's umbilical cord, you're not giving them a full bath where they're submerged in water anyway. Sarah, I hope that you find this helpful in deciding what you want to do about vernix, if anything, after your baby is born. 
You can see any notes and resources for this episode at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash Vernix. I hope you are enjoying the weekly Q&A episodes. And if you have a question you would like me to answer, you can submit it at PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash Q&A. Thank you again to Zoller for their support of this episode. Zoller makes a really high quality prenatal vitamin. They use the active form of folate that I prefer after all of the research that I have read on folic acid and folate. Plus, it has omega-3s and DHA. To check it out, go to PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash vitamin, and you'll also get a promo code to save 25% off a one-month supply. <music> 